Hello and welcome to Nebraska Prep Zone Report, a podcast from the World Herald. We are sponsored today by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me to my left, Mike Sauter, and to my right, our extra special guest today, Jacob Padilla of Hale Varsity, covers football, volleyball, everything for them, but is an expert in Nebraska high school hoops as well as football. I swear you've been going to high school basketball games since the Stone Age. We're glad to have you today. Well, I'm only 27 years old, so not <laughs> since the Stone Age, but... Close. Uh, yeah. I question the expert part, too. Yeah, I mean, I, just because you watch a lot of basketball doesn't necessarily mean you're an expert, but I do my best. <laughs> Well, that's my best attempt to talk these guys up. <laughs> we are going to preview high school basketball today because the season tips off on Thursday, and these two are the most excited people I've seen for high school basketball tipping off. Let's start with the top teams in each class right off the board of Class A. Um, yeah, for I guess for me, you have – and I guess we, we discussed this maybe a little bit. So you have tiers in yeah. A. Um, I think there's the top four, and then the next tier, and then the next tier, and then – the rest. Um, so the Miller North, Omaha Central, Omaha South, uh, Bellevue West are in that top four, kind of that tier by themselves right now. Um, and then the, the next group is uh, probably your Omaha West sides in that group. A healthy North Stars yeah. probably in the four, like can be up in the four um, if they're healthy. Uh, for me, I put Elkhorn South in that group and the two Papillions in that group. Um, I think those three teams in, in, are going to be really good. And Benson's in that somewhere, probably, along with Carney and Pius. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of everybody else. So um, looking at A, that's how I, I sort of see it, in particular, just to start the year. Yeah. And that, I, I feel the same way, especially with those top four teams. And I think what separates them is, in addition to the top-end talent, I think they're more complete than a lot of other teams in terms of you've got guard play, you've got wings, you've got bigs. You look at Miller North, they probably got the best uh, front court in right. the state with Max Morrell and Jason Green. You got Tyler Sandoval, you got six seven, six eight kid coming off the bench. And even I mean, and Noah Erickson six yeah six four fours whatever. Real long. I mean, Saint Thomas is. I mean, they they have a their their length and yeah. depth is. And, yeah, and then you throw out a one three one. You mix it up between man one three one. They, they're mm-hmm. going to cause a lot of problems for teams. Um, and then Bellevue West, you've got John Shanklin inside at six seven six eight as well, plus Chucky Hepburn, and then the, the Fiddler brothers on the wing. Right. So it's another team. And then Central, they have so many guards. But then you look inside, they got three big guys that can rotate in there, and then they got Ted Tut as well as yeah. kind of that 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 connector four, uh, kind of long, can do a lot of things, match up with a lot of different guys. So I think that's what you see from those top four teams. And obviously, they're reigning state champion, Omaha South, and they got a big addition as well. So got a little bit more size in there than maybe they had last year, and now you've got those guards back as it, well. It feels like it feels like everyone is just, um, for, as far as South and Central are concerned, those are the two teams that played for the state title last year. They return a ton. Yeah. Uh, and got some additions to make them even better as far as kids just moving here. Um, I, I think there's maybe a chip on the shoulder a little <laughs> bit for those guys, um, just going to their practices and observing and, and watching what they do uh, or what, they've, what they have going on. And you're right. I mean, Central's guards are great. Like they, Max Polk, Latrell Wright, so how many varsity basketball games have those guys played? More than anybody. Yeah. Like even more than the South group of three 
uh, guards in Griggs and Saunders and Skylar Wilson. So, I I mean, those two guards, Reitzel and Polk, are like the most experienced veteran guards, I think, of anyone in the state. Oh, and then even Abe Hoskins uh, played right. as a freshman as well. So you got right. a guy like him just kind of as a, a role guy, whether you start him off the bench, you can play a lot of different roles, and you got a lot of young guards with – PJ Davis and um, a couple other guys like they've got a lot of depth in that backcourt and then the size as well to match up like I said so yeah that's I, I think those four teams have definitely kind of separated themselves but they're mm-hmm. you, you mentioned Benson I think that's kind of an intriguing right. team for me is that they've got a chance to be to make one of the bigger leaps in the state this year if they right. can put it together and be consistent I think that's the one question with them because they I mean, it's a lot of guys that have kind of been there, worked their way up the program, that have kind of helped build it up. Right. And now it's to the point where you have to be can consistent. Stay, can you yeah. win? Can you stay emotionally and, and uh, play smart basketball throughout, kind of stay steady? And Benson had a nice little kind of start to the season and then just dropped. Yeah. I mean, they just fell. Um, Parmar Watson, when he gets back, he'll be back after it's weird because he originally was transferring to Central and then he changed his mind and go, went back to Benson. So he's probably going to be the starting point guard, unless Denim Johnson they had at the point guard the other day at practice. So, um, and that's intriguing. That's kind of different, right? Because he's always been a post player his whole life. So now you're trying to turn him into a point guard. Um, but you he's got, also yeah. one of the best athletes. In the yeah, state. you got him, and then Anthony Atkinson Ignowski. Jr., uh, Anthony Agnowski. You've got a lot of length and athleticism right. there. A couple guys can knock down shots, and you mentioned Denim. He's a guy that can kind of do whatever you ask him to. Heck, he's he, can play the four, can defend the bigs, can play inside. He said he can step out, handle the ball. He's a good passer. So he's kind of one of the more versatile guys mm-hmm. in the state, and I think he's a guy that will really drive them this season. A, a team prep, I guess I wanna, yeah. we didn't mention them, and I think they they definitely are probably overlooked this year. Um, I was, I was going to bring them up because I was I was surprised in that yeah in that span not to hear Creighton right. up, and it's, it kind of seems like either they're going to take a step back this year. Or they're going to be one of us, one of your guys' sleeper teams. They're so. definitely a sleeper yeah. team, I would say. I I think like they have a bunch of size, um, a, a bunch of size, big guys. Um, Spencer Shomers is a wing. He's committed to Northwest Missouri State. Uh, it, that's a great fit for him as far as talent wise and level and all that stuff. He's going to need to have a big year. They'll be better in uh, February and March than they will be in December and January, easily. Like, they'll just, they need a lot of, guys don't have a lot of experience at the varsity level. They lost a lot the last couple of years, a ton. I mean, Nicola Rope graduated, so you gotta fill that And and that's that's the thing that they're kind of missing is that top end talent. Spencer Schomer's committed, like you said, to a really good Division II school. Now we'll see if, can he be consistent as the main guy? That's what he hasn't had to do to this right. point, it's he's kind of been a luxury for them. Like you've mm-hmm. got a call. You had Thomas Faber last year. If Spencer went off in a game, they're gonna win by a lot. If he didn't, you had some other guys that can pick up the slack. So now Spencer's got to be that guy that's every game is gonna show up. Mm-hmm. And outside of him, they've got a lot of pieces. We'll just see kind of how, like you mentioned, how those guys adjust to the varsity level a lot because their JV team was really good last year. Now a lot of those guys are mm-hmm. gonna play varsity ball. You got a guy like. Justin City, a, a right. point guard, is a guy, a good athlete, really good passer. What's he going to look like at the varsity level? Uh, Brendan Buckley, kind of the same thing, long, just kind of typical prep kid, does a lot of things, yeah. can shoot a little bit, can get to the rim a little bit. 
So they've got a lot of length, like you said, a lot of size inside. A couple different guys that can throw out there. You got AJ Rollins right. uh, coming off football, and he's um, not even like the big. He was like the tallest guy last year. Now he's like not even close. Yeah, so. yeah. You got a uh, guy like Luke Jungers. Jungers as a young guy, yeah. as a sophomore that played last year. JV that um, will, will play a role for them this year. So they got a lot of guys. It's just kind of the top end talent who who do they have enough to compete with those other teams? But they're going to be a good team for sure. And Pius and, and Carney are probably in that group, that second-tier group that we didn't mention too. They, but both teams lose a ton of production. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Easley and Shiloh Robinson. It's just how does that fit? Like can, for Carney, does Sestro step into that lead score guy or Colin Murray? Um, for Pius, it's uh, Colby Rada. Can he fill that gap of Charlie Easley or – can like one of the 17 other kids that have there that all look the same. Um, I think they're going to be one of the more balanced teams for sure this year. Um, it, Rada's probably the lead yeah. dog as far as scoring goes, and then everybody else is kind of could be in that 8, 9, 10 range of points a game and, and fill that gap. Yeah, now Colby's going to be that guy for Pius. He's honestly, right. like the way he's been shooting the ball since the um, fall and summer, mm. he's one of the best shooters in the state for sure. And if they can get him some good looks, uh, play off the, the Hoiberg twins now that right. have joined the team, really good athletes, uh, smaller, but they can get Bring in the paint, a lot of make depth some plays. In that same yeah. guard kind of small forward position. They really don't have positions. Yeah. There, so they, it's weird. And Mitchell Shebig is another guy that right. kind of played a role Big last kid. year. will have to be probably their second or third best player this season uh, alongside uh, Rada. So yeah, they, I mean, they, they do a great job with that program just every year, kind right. of building guys up. They're going to have to do it again. Carney, um, I, those guys are always going to be tough. You mentioned Sestro. Uh, you mentioned Colin Murray. Jack right. Johnson is the guy that's yeah. going to take a leap this year and kind of be one of their main guys this season. He's probably going to be he, – we're going to talk about some breakout guys. Yeah. He's probably a guy on the list that we need to – probably didn't, didn't – yeah. I guess I didn't put on there. But he's, he's a guy for sure yeah. that people are like, oh, who's that guy? And it's – well, it's Jack Johnson. Yeah. yeah. He's a guy that just kind of does stuff. Like, he's got to get a little bit more consistent, but he rebounds, he passes, he gets to the rim. Uh, He can do a lot of things for them. So, yeah, there are a lot of teams that are going to have a chance to make a run this year. You mentioned the two Papio teams. We haven't really touched on them yet. playing La Vista, the Monarchs, they're they're the biggest team in the state without a question. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) they're huge. Like, they really are. Like, not just, like, girth, but, like, (laughs) hype. Um, You know, uh, Preston Kellogg is, what, 6'7", and I don't know. 300 maybe yeah. 285 something like that huge but like runs the floor well yeah. can get up and down and all that i Matt just, adamek off the bench yeah, how many guys are again miller north probably only one that's bringing a guy that yeah. size off the bench right um you got some young guys you got uh kyle ingwerson mm-hmm. uh six four six five can really shoot the ball luke lindenmeyer kind of yep. the same thing another big body guy that can shoot players, yeah they're um, sophomore just gonna be sophomore or sophomores now yeah, my main my main yeah. takeaway from this big knowledge dump, and I'm I'm just I'm trying to process all of this, um, is I think you have four locks yes. for the state tournament, and then the race for those last four spots in Class A is going to be very interesting to watch right. because you could have 16 teams that yeah. could make the state tournament. This and, year. and we talked about yeah. so we mentioned Westside in that second tier group. Yeah. We're, we talked about tall teams. Westside is the exact <laughs> opposite of that. They're the smallest team as far as the varsity team's concerned, but they are going to play. I went to, again, went to their practice. They are going to play extremely fast. Everything they did in practice was fast and pace and just quick, quick, quick. And I mean, they have the guards to do that. I mean, Carl Brown's going to be their post. 
So he's going to have to defend the post. Now, on the offensive end, that creates a mismatch because he can shoot it and get you, take you off the dribble and things. But, like, their group of guards with P.J., Nagambi, uh, Jaden Booth, obviously, um, uh, Chandler Meeks, like, those three dudes are quick and fast. And Reggie, well, Reggie Thomas. Yeah, I Dominic the, Rizak, yeah, like they got a lot of guys. They got guys. a lot of guard. Cal Whiteman's coming. Like, Pacey Gillespie can shoot the ball. Yes. Like. They have a lot of guards there. It's just a matter of, like, can they rebound or shoot it? If they shoot it from three over 40% as a team, yeah. look out because, like, they're going to be tough to beat. It's just can they make that consistent? Yeah. Those shots consistently, but like you said, yeah. But like you said, Jay, I think districts are going to be really fun this year. There are going to be some really tough district finals where some really good teams are going to be left out. Like kind of like we saw Miller North last year, mm-hmm. kind of lose in a heartbreaker like that. I wouldn't be surprised to see cu- a couple uh, district finals go down on the wire like that this year to determine those last few spots. Definitely, I okay. would. I would say let's talk about the rest of the classes. But I'm worried <laughs> you guys would miss opening no, we night. Can, we can hit. We can, we can hit, hit a couple. Hit, yeah. Let's just run through B real quick and C one and stuff. Let's we'll just get the top. Great. Let's get yes. top two, yeah, yeah. three from. So and it, you can check out the rest of Stu Pospisil has the ratings for right. every class. Few capsules. Anyprepson.com for if we didn't hit your team today, guarantee <laughs> we have it on anyprepson.com. Class uh, B. B is I think again kind of the tiers, right? So you have Scott Roncalli, Mount Michael. I put in that group. Hastings is in that group for yes. me. Um, then. Kind of next is Bennington, Wahoo moving to class B from C1. Wahoo's going to be good. They're always good. I don't care if they're moving from C1 to B. Now, some of that could be depth and stuff like that, and size can be a difference. Um, Interesting to see just how good Alliance is again this year. I I kind of like Scott's bluff out west, I think, with the pieces they bring back. I think that's kind of – they're right Right. there behind that that top four that you mentioned. Sam Clarkson's back. I mean, that's a big body in the middle. Josiah Diolos, Dawson Moore can really shoot the ball. So they've got enough pieces. They'll be – Obviously, they're always good. They'll always be in that mix. Alliance, that Alliance Scott's Bluff, like, that might be worth a trip out there for, like, if they play on a week. <laughs> like, if they – the Alliance one night and Scott's Bluff gearing on the other or something like that, that might be a, that might be a trip out that way. But, yeah, th- I think that's kind of the, the core that you're looking at, those right. four or five teams there. And then after that, it's wide the heck open. It could right. be any – I think you could see some new teams, some kind of new blood in Class B this year Lexington. making a state tournament run. Lexington maybe is yeah, one. It's another one. Maybe. What about the top of C one? Well, Auburn again. Um, they return basically everybody in Cam Binder. Um, have some size too. Uh, Ogallala returns everybody. Um, pretty much everybody. Yeah. Carter Brown's a nice player, nice athlete. Um, Ashlyn Greenwood. Ashlyn Greenwood. With yeah. Kale Jacobson. Kale, a couple of yeah. the other guys they got coming back last year in the main. North big Bend's league. won too. Uh, North Bend had a nice football season. A lot of multi-sport kids. Yeah. They'll be they'll be in that mix. I mean, obviously they they've been pretty good. So and I think Carney um, Catholic is in that mix as well. Correct. Yeah. With Brett Mahoney kind of leading that way, yeah. and they got some other good players as Brett's well. Right. So now what a sophomore. He looks like he's a senior. <laughs> yeah. <seriously>. Um, <laughs> and then I mean, Adam Central losing Hagen Hilgendorf. We'll see how that big hurt. of a dip that is. I think they'll be all right. Uh, if not pretty good, and Newman's always good. And then Lincoln Christian is another right. one. Justin, Justin, Justin Bubak, one, one of the best of the players, players in the class. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. a good group there in C1. Okay. C2, you have BRLD, one of my favorites, Bancroft, right. Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, they defending re- champions. Again, return them? everybody. Well, you got the team they beat, UTAN, coming right. back as well, bringing right. almost most of their guys right. back. BRLD then, returns literally yeah. everybody. So yeah. they're the favorite easily. Yep. And, and then, then UTAN, like you said, yes. 
Tonka, I think uh, that's another Kingsbury's team with, back. Yeah, with Carter Kingsbury. Yeah. Get him healthy. Yeah. They'll have a chance. He was cleared uh, earlier in November. So that, that's good. He's, yeah, he's back practicing. All right. Before we get to some new faces to watch, uh, let's take a minute here. Oh, take you want to go D1, D2 real quick? D1, D2. Humphrey, Lindsey, Holy Family yes, returns D1. everybody. Yes, it returns their top three guys in the suits, brothers, twins, and brother. Uh, they'll be that. They'll, they're the favorite again, too. Uh, D2, we'll see. Humphrey St. Francis should be pretty good. We'll see the football, kind of how that works. Uh, Loomis with uh, Johnson, the shooter, they'll be all right, too. Um, yeah. Sorry, no offense meant, <laughs> meant to D1 and oh, D2. Paxton. Yeah. Paxton with uh, Blake Brewster, yeah. big 6'8 kid. I mean, anytime you have a kid that size at that level is going to be dominant. If I had a dollar for every time Sauter interrupted me. Okay, we're good. We'll take a break here for a message from our sponsor, MD West One. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402-390-4111. Thanks to MD West One. That's mdwestone.com. Let's get into some new faces to watch. I know there's one famous one at Millard North that everyone's going to point to, Jaden Johnson. But who are some others? Yeah, uh... You know, Jaden Johnson coming over from Adam from uh, Abraham Lincoln in Council Bluffs. Um, huge addition, exactly what they needed at, at that point guard spot uh, after graduation and transfer and stuff. Uh, Colby Fox from Omaha South, 6'5-ish. Um, really athletic guy. Adds a lot to their front court with Rashawn McNeely and Rashawn kind of getting back from an Yeah, they've had a couple injury leg. problems, so, so he's huge for that. He's a, he's a huge guy. I mean, he's not going to score a bunch, but he's really athletic and can play in the post and give him some depth there. Uh, Denier Dempsey is probably yes. the most intriguing behind Jaden Johnson. Um, he he moved here from Wichita. Um, he's going to probably – him and Jared Matley. Yeah, Papillion, the Vista South. He's a transfer there. South. Yeah. Uh, Wing player that can play. He's not Luke Ward. Everyone think you know he's not. He's not six nine, but he is a good athlete and a, and looks to be a promising kind of player prospect. Um, Dang Du for me uh, is probably the most impactful at Central because he's six seven and they needed some size and he's not just like tall skinny six seven. He's kind of thicker. So and he can he affects the game in a lot of ways one defensively he is a talker uh the practice i went to i was impressed with just the way he was calling out screens and all that stuff i mean he is exact that's what college players do is talk and frankly they kind of need someone like that um so those are new kind of the 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 key new faces i guess in uh class a that people are like oh who's that guy where'd he come from all that stuff yeah, that's, Did I miss anyone? No, I, probably I, I think you hit on kind of the big names there as far as kind of like out-of-state transfers there. Um, I, 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 re- I think, yeah, Johnson is, is going to be huge for Miller North, obviously, like you said, perfect He's fit. such a good passer, too. Yeah, but Dempsey, I think, is probably the most intriguing for me because I think he's got that chance to elevate mm-hmm. uh, Papillion Vista South into that next tier behind that top group. Right. Um, he's a guy six seven, can block shots, can also step out and shoot a little bit. So he can do a lot of different things. You've got him as a pick and roll target to go with Jared Matley. Then they've got some other guys um, like Graham Kasun and um, mm-hmm. 
couple other Daniel Brocale, a couple other guys that can really Brocale play. Brocale play hard. Yeah. Dudes, that, kids that play hard. Like Daniel Brocale's most impressive thing is just he plays hard. Yeah. So, so they got some pieces there, and he's, he's kind sure. of the part that'll bring it together, kind of elevate them. If we could circle back to Millard North real quick, because I know no one is going to talk about the Mustangs enough this season. They're not going to get <laughs> any coverage at all. Um, can we talk about how that team fits together? Because we mentioned Jaden Johnson, fantastic yeah. passer, point guard leader for them. Who is kind of that team's alpha dog? Who's the go-to scorer when it's, things are rough? Yeah. They have a lot of talent. How do the pieces fit together? Does everybody kind of it, know their role? It, need, it it's needs gotta to be Hunter. Hunter. It's yeah. got to be Hunter. It needs to be Hunter. Hunter, Hunter Salas has to take that, like, give me the ball. Yes. Like, situ- in those situations. I'm not sure they're going to have that many of them. Yeah. But in those situations, he needs to be the guy. And he's more than capable. Yeah, and that, and that's kind of like last year he made that leap from he played a little bit as a freshman. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a big part. Last year he averaged 18 a game, made that huge leap. But you can see there were times where he kind of kind of just drifted through the right. game and they didn't they didn't really force feed him and he didn't go demand the ball. And um, I think that's kind of he's he's got to be that guy that's consistently anytime they, they hit a little rut, he's got to be the guy that goes and they, makes a play. They need to get Max touches and involved too. Keeping that's you run a two you, a, you run a two man game yeah, with, like, with Hunter's house and some pick and roll with that. Yes. Right? Um, How do you that'll, be, that? that'll be borderline unstoppable. Yeah, Catching lobs, lobs all day, all day long. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, or, or even Jason Green too is another guy. Like how do you keep how do you keep all those guys involved and all that? But I think if they're winning enough then it won't matter. Um, but if they get in those situations to answer the question the 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 crunch time guy yeah. Um, probably Hunter's going to have the ball in his hands, I'm guessing. Yep. Um, and he's, like I said, more than capable of doing it. The other night, they started St. Thomas. Yeah, that's, the, that's that what I've been telling you. That's kind of how they're going to so. do it. He's kind of the, the glue guy there. He's a really good passer out there on the wing. They'll have him run on the point a little bit when Johnson's out. Um, he's a guy that can really rebound the ball, um, can score occasionally when you need it. So you got him kind of as their, that connecting piece between the big four names. And then you've got a guy like Tyler Sandoval coming off the bench. Yes. Six, six seven, seven, six, eight kid. Anybody He's going to attract state, some D1 interest. Yeah, uh, anybody the in the state would love to have that kid as their starting post center, whatever. Anybody he, in the he, state. He's Besides Miller yeah. North, because they have like a 6'9 Stanford nine commit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, like. But he's one of the two or three most improved players in the state over the last year, I'd say. Right. Sandoval. No question. Stu Pospisil in his preview column had a note from the Boys Town coach, mm-hmm. quote from him saying, Millard North's second team would be above 500 in Metro play. It's probably true. It it yeah. just it speaks to what you guys are saying, the talent on that team. But again, as I alluded to, we're going to talk enough about the yeah, Mustangs. I was curious about that fit, Jacob. Any names to watch for breakout season? Um, I think maybe the most impactful uh, will probably be Frankie Fiddler, mm-hmm. um, wing at Bellevue West. Lewis Fiddler kind of broke out last year right. and was real solid. I think he'll take another step up. His older brother is a senior now. Um, Frankie's a junior. He grew, what, six inches? Yeah, in he, like a year. Yeah, yeah, he basically only played JV last year. He kind of he sat averaged on the one varsity. point again. Yeah. He averaged on the he sat, he sat on the varsity bench but never really played because they had so much depth. But he got buckets on the JV team and then continued to grow. Mm-hmm. And now he's 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, UNO offered, Omaha offered him. He's um, a like a three four with a one two skills. Yeah, like he's he he can really good passer and can shoot it and all those things. Real crafty around right. the basket. Um, so he's a guy that's. I mean, you have both the Fiddler brothers probably be double digit scores this year, um, along with uh, Hepburn and then Shanklin inside, kind of mm-hmm. cleaning up and finishing at the rim. So mm-hmm. I think he's probably the biggest name to watch out for this year of guys that didn't didn't make an impact last year varsity that 
well shape the kind of race in class a this year for me i'm greg brown he i think he led the led omaha burke in scoring last year but i think they need they're gonna need more from him him and jaron marshall both are gonna they're gonna have to take steps um but i I think greg he's so offensively i mean he's like it's gifted is probably the right term i mean it's not you know he just is you can tell he works on his game. He can score every like way. Six six, long yeah. arms, real crafty. Can, can shoot, get to the can rim. Pass. Can like step yeah. backs and stuff. Hey, by the way, there are going to be a lot of step back <laughs> jump shots, like James Harden s things that people are going to see this year in high school basketball. It hasn't hit yet, quite yet, but this year definitely going to see that. So what you're saying is the fans are going to be screaming travel. When <laughs> the team does Maybe it. yeah. Yes. There's going to be a lot of it. But one one other a couple other names real quick I want to circle back to that maybe involve was better under new faces the Hoiberg twins I think Jacob you yeah. mentioned mm-hmm. can you guys talk a little bit about what they'll bring because I think people yeah. will see the name Hoiberg they're and not yeah, like yeah, yeah Sam and Charlie yeah. Uh, yeah. are their names they're twins they're five nine. Yeah, hey, you go to the game, watch their layup lines. Though yeah. they will get up and throw it down. Right. Like those guys are really good athletes, and uh, they're like physical, play hard. Yeah. They play all the right way. Like, yeah, all that. And then uh, on the fall league, they uh, they kind of staggered those guys last. So they played right. one with the starting group, one with the backup group, and kind of had them as kind of like combo guards. They had them handle the point a little bit, played off the ball a little bit. So they're just guys that good athletes that know how to play basketball and will be able to kind of get. A guy like Colby Rada, open shots. Get a guy like Middlesebeg, open shots, and kind of just uh, be be that kind of that little spark plug, energy type of guys. Definitely. Yeah. Um, how about some top games to circle sure. on the calendar of the season? <laughs> we have the full schedule. <laughs> Believe me, that full schedule was a labor of love. <laughs> we have the full schedule for every team in every class on anyprepzone.com. How about some dates to circle on the calendar beyond the opening week? I know you guys want to talk Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, so why don't you open with that? Yeah. Um, the Metro or Metro tournament's always a big deal, but this weekend is the OPS Jamboree, I think is um, in- interesting, intriguing, I guess. Specifically, if South, looking at the bracket, if you have, if it's South and Central on Monday night at at Gretna in the OPS Jamboree final. That's a pretty good game to open, kind of open the season yeah. with. Um, you know, North and um, who's North play? Shoot, I missed I'm slipping on that. But the like three, four, it, or um, Central plays Millard South, and then Gretna uh, is in it. Um, Gretna Burke is the the like three six game or whatever i i like that game i think that there's a lot to kind of watch and see how good gretna can be i think gretna is going to be at least 500 in a um i, I think they're that yeah, good. just strength on the coaching some of the guys right. they got coming back they're they're not they're going to be a tough out every game they're right. going to um, be tough to deal with and then we mentioned Benson. They'll have a chance to kind of make some some noise right. this opening weekend in that it's the the ninth little nineteen played OPS yeah Jamboree. they played yeah they played northwest and uh Benson Northwest is Thursday, and then the winner of that plays South on Friday. Yeah, so they'll get a chance right off the bat to kind of say, hey, make a statement there if they if they get it through that first round and get a chance against South. So um, that'll be fun this opening weekend. The game that I'll probably be at, looking over in Class B, uh, could right. potentially be a state uh, state final preview, is uh, Omaha Scott at Elkhorn Mount Michael. And oh, that should be a good one. Mount Michael, <laughs> this year and next, like they, they've right. – 
their entire they've got a couple of seniors that are this kind of bringing some depth, they, but they've got yeah. their entire core are all juniors they've right. got five six seven eight juniors that played together last year had a really good season and now i think they're looking to make that leap um led by brad bennett mm-hmm. and joe chunard um a couple of caleb, caleb Brink Brink. on the inside is probably the most fundamentally sound postman i mean there aren't a lot of guys in the the post and he can do it yeah and then iron lopez at the point so and then you've got a couple guys coming off the bench like they've got a lot of depth in just that junior class so this is a thornton's uh i was at their practice on monday like one of their yeah yeah, he'll be one of their kind of senior better he's gotten better yeah yeah so that that's the team that will make some noise this year and then (laughs) Uh, be able to make it as well next year, but going up against Scott right out of the bat, um, you got Tyson Gore and you got Andrew Murfeld. You got these guys. We'll see how uh, what kind of basketball shape they're in mm-hmm. coming off that uh, state uh, football run. That's always oh, be kind of rough, but uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they certainly uh, got enough pieces coming back to be a big factor in Class B. Wahoo Bennington is the opening night game at Bennington. That's always a tough environment, specifically yeah. like opening night. There'll be a lot of people there. It's a big um, welcome, welcome to class yeah, B there hey, for Wahoo. <laughs> it's a tough gym to play in, yeah. too. It's, it's small and loud, can be really loud. Um, and, oh, it's Brian North is the game there I, I missed. They, those two play each other. So pretty fun weekend ahead, I think. One that I've got circled on my calendar that is two months out, few, more than a little bit more than two months out, Bellevue West, Millard North, yes. February 14th. How about that for a Valentine's Day yeah. special? Yeah, sorry, I can't go out to dinner tonight. I got to go watch high school basketball probably game. Probably going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Katie. I'll probably yeah. be right there with you. Um, how about that as a lead-in right before district play? Maybe the top two teams in the state? Uh, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that whole stretch like of the yeah, schedule. They have there, that five-game stretch there where you, know, you back that one up with IMG yep. in Grand Island. Um, then I think that Monday or Tuesday night they play North Star or something, yeah. and then Central's in that mix too of five games from Illinois. That five game stretch is tough, tough, tough for them. Or as tough as it's gonna get. I was gonna say that that might be tougher than a state tournament run at this point, which just in terms of Correct. the teams you'll play. I agree. Like, um, I think that's true, especially with IMG mix in there. So yeah, that right. we're, we're gonna learn a lot about just how good Miller North is at that end of the stretch. Right. But yeah, that's kind of crazy that we're going to get that kind of a game that close to the postseason where mm-hmm. we're probably going to see right. uh, a couple of rematches have a chance to see, see some of those teams play each other again so metro tournament's going to be pretty fun i think and then the thursday uh opening the pod four pod team pod tournament thing the southwest millard west prep pious that's uh i that's pretty fun those are our thursday night uh at Lincoln Southwest. Southwest, Millard West is at Southwest, and then Prep Pius is at Pius. That could be a very interesting <laughs> game. And then the winner of that uh, will play at 645 at Prep, so like on Saturday. So you could really get four nice games in there, uh, the two Metro semis and then the third place game and the, and the third place game and the championship game, I guess, of this little four-team pot. That's, that's four nice Nice games. That, uh, yeah. Nice, nice way to open the season. Get yeah. some really good matchups here. Yeah. Right it's out a pretty bat. good Saturday. I think I am prepared for high school basketball season. And after listening to all of that, my head is still spinning trying <laughs> to follow up all of that on the rosters. Um, so I know we went a little bit long today, but it was worth it for all this. I want to thank 
Jacob for joining us. Hopefully he'll be able to come back later this season, preview some more games, some more talks, more teams for us. Um, thanks again to our sponsor, MD West One, MDWestOne.com, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. Be sure to check out Stoop Hospital's Mike Patterson's Preview coverage on anyprepzone.com. All of that is fantastic. Ratings, players to watch, team capsules, preview columns, and check out all of our game coverage from those two and Solder, opening weekend and beyond. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey.